<laughs> and we're back. Another episode, another topic, Unhooked in the Nook. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I sense a little sarcasm in that one. <laughs> Hang in there, brain. Hang in there. <laughs> yeah, brain, heart, soul. Hang in there. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. I mean, I don't get headaches very easily. And I can actually feel one forming right here. And I'm like, yeah, it must be something in it. I mean, the weather's weird today. Who knows what the planets and all that other stuff going on? Um, mm. Even the nook is 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 feeling it a little bit. Yeah. I think. Yeah, right? feeling the strain. Yeah, yeah. The portal's like, um, I need to shut down for a while. <laughs> yeah, portal's like, hurry up! I want to take a nap. <laughs> yeah, a portal nap. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel like I have to fi find out how to draw that. Somehow there's a Ooh, portal yeah, map. Oh, yeah, that would look cool. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe all the artwork would put their eyes to Ooh. sleep. Especially that rooster. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, today um, I want to talk about a topic which I think it's been alluded to, but I don't know that we've really directly addressed. Um, but it's an important one. It's uh, forgiveness. I think it's uh, pretty critical. Sorry. Always got those what songs. What is with me with songs today? Music is it, <gasps> part of the soul, though. I mean. Forgiveness. Forgiveness. Even if, even if you don't love me anymore i swear i'm gonna take all of the songs that you've ever sang i've i've literally pulled clips of you singing and pulled it into my uh, music studio to try to like make <laughs> music with it i don't know what it it to, i mean it, i'm always like that like sure. words or triggers for music events mm. whatever yeah music triggers memories right like that, that happens to most people yeah. you hear a song it reminds you of where you were for whatever reason, when you're saying these topics today, the songs are like pounding immediately. They're pounding in my head. Mm. Portal, what like what is that? Mm. Are you telling me like to go into music, singing? I don't know. Well, I mean, remember that one time I was playing a recording of you singing, and you were like, "Who is that?" <laughs> <laughs> it's you, Terry. Who is that? <laughs> yeah, you do have funny. a beautiful voice. You oh, really do. Yeah. Uh, mm. I mean, that's an opinion. It could be wrong. Yeah, it's wrong. <laughs> it's wrong, baby. Well, what, it's okay. What did you think when you heard that recording of yourself and you didn't realize it was you? I didn't know who it was singing. But I don't did know. you have any feelings about it? Other well, than... yeah, it sounded good. But oh, I didn't. Well, it sounded good, but I didn't know it was me until you said it was me. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, it is me. And it's a crap. It sounds like crap. <laughs> now that I know. <laughs> now that I know it was me. Oh, it's total crap. <laughs> Oh, it's my. all right. You'll be able to forgive yourself. Forgiveness. Oh, oh, that has mm. a lot of triggers for me. Oh, I'm sure. I would. I imagine for most people. I mean, I think. I mean, I think I said already. It's critical to humanity, to our experience, to every day. At least in my world, it is. So before we dive dive into that, <laughs> yes. Is there a story that occurs to you? Um, either for yourself or something you've witnessed firsthand with someone else um, in which forgiveness was either, I don't know, well, it's, it's always difficult, but difficult or 
uh, critical or really had a big impact or maybe something you have yet to be able to forgive. I don't know. Something, yeah. something comes to mind like a song. Yeah. Even if I'm trying to think of who, who sings that uh, song, even if you don't love me anymore. I think it's the Eagles. All before your time. This is this is what's so fun about doing a podcast with you, Alex. You're, you're like so young. You're so naive. <laughs> and you can't even <laughs> nod and like, yeah, you know, and sing along because you're like, I don't know who these people are. <laughs> well, and the sad truth is if we were the exact same age, I all the time, I have peers who are like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 celebrities. And I'm like, uh. and I'm just like looking at I'm like blank face. I just, I'm out of touch with the. What, what 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 kind of world is that? The the celebrity world, the culture. I'm out of touch with culture. <laughs> That's really sad for someone your age to be out of t- pop culture. Yeah, yeah, no, pop culture. Okay. I'm out of. Yeah, yeah. sorry. It That's is, why I built the yeah. Nook so I can have my own culture. Yeah, and this is and this is where the cool kids go. Yeah. I love oh, it. Oh yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, I can't beat the Nook. Yeah, well, I do agree with that. Even though my old fogey music, it is transcending the the portal and coming into my brain. And I mean, it's welcome in the nook. <sighs> yes. Yeah, maybe we'll do a compilation of of my little songs that come to my head. You know, like honesty, <laughs> and then yes. the other ones we were talking about. And I'll play that music for you, and then see what see what see what the nook does. I yeah. might turn colors. Mm-hmm. Get Ooh. get trippy in here. Yeah, real trippy. <laughs> Okay, so let's see if this brain remembered the question. Um, it is talking about forgiveness. Okay. Um, forgive us, those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation. Yeah. Yeah, I think I heard... Uh, the word forgiveness probably, you know, going back to my Catholic roots. Mm-hmm. Uh, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Yeah, th- th- this could get weighty for me because it, it it's not just, th- this ties religion in with me. The mm. word, the, the whole that we're born as sinners and we need to be forgiven and we need to be their rituals to, to like get us whole again. And we need to be baptized and, you know, because we're, we're all sin, you know, sin, sin, sin. And, and so, yeah, like as a child learning, growing up in the Catholic world that, you know, forgiveness is big and to be forgiven by God, you have to admit that, You've sinned, and you know. I know in other episodes we've talked about first communion and and going to confession, and you know, trying to think of things you have done that's wrong as a second grader that you need to even confess and be forgiven for. Um, so all those things are going in my head. Boy, my head's trippy today. Music that, um, and then you wanted a specific perhaps story of of forgiveness yeah because forgiveness is very personal i i don't really want to share too much of a specific incident 
Um, I can share that um, in my lifetime, I have had had uh, you know relationships that that have not worked out, mm-hmm. and. Uh, And like with you know the the first relationship that you know that that was hard the first time you that that someone may cheat on you or or you know do something that you don't see coming and mm-hmm. and it and it it just hits you so hard um and you and then you have anger and you have all this other stuff that comes up but ultimately ultimately forgiveness comes around because. You take a step back out of your pain, and you and you look at the this other person that you love, and and you realize that this relationship is not going to go anywhere. It's it's done for whatever reason. The things that have happened have there's not trust, there's not the love. It's a lot of things have just ended. Um, so you take that, and then you you ask yourself, well, where do we go from here? Do we part? and be bitter bitter with one another? Do, do we make it uncomfortable for mutual friends who know us as a couple? Um, that type of thing. You, you, you know, um, fortunately, um, the situation I'm talking about did not involve any children being born. So it, in that sense, it, 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 it was a little bit easier. But it boils down to forgiveness is a beautiful thing it's a necessary thing i believe that for the person that actually forgives someone that person benefits even more than the person that sinned or whatever you want to call it that 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 did the the bad deed Mm -hmm. um that person has their own luggage to their baggage to work to what to work out but the act of forgiving someone is liberating for for you it it it's it's almost like a spiritual a spiritual awakening Mm -hmm. you have you have reached deep down into your soul and said you know what i acknowledge that you are human, you're not perfect, you've done things to hurt me, um, whether it was intentional or not, that's not even the issue. Right. I forgive you. So, you know, I wish you the best, move on with your life, I'm going to do the same. And you try not to talk, you know, bad talk about the person after it's over, you, you, you tell friends, look, it just didn't work out, because everybody wants to, you know, oh, how did that happen? Oh, yeah, well, if someone did that to me. I could never forgive that. That's just, you know, there are all these different scenarios that come up. Um, and that, and I'm talking about just, a, you know, a relationship. Right. It, it, gets, it can even get deeper when there's like horrible, like someone murders someone and, yeah. and you find that the family members... Uh, rally around the murderer and and mm. they'll say you know we forgive you and, mm. and you know it, it's 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 a spiritual thing to forgive someone and it comes in a lot of different forms but i believe it is one of these human qualities these human events that that you need to to honor how how spiritual it is and also allow yourself to forgive 
you you do yourself a lot of good by by forgiving someone else because if not you hold all that anger and and resentment and hurt you you hold it in and and it makes you a, a bitter angry person and life is too short to go through to live with that kind of hurt inside forgive let it go let let, let the, wish the person well um, and then in the case of where, where there's horrible, you know, someone's murdered or, you know, really horrible situations that if you find the strength to be able to forgive someone for that, um, wow. I mean, that, that, that in my book is, is pure holiness. I mean, mm. that, that is a, a spiritual act. And, um, and in those horrible situations with, with murder, war, you know, things that are, or just maybe unforgivable for some folks. Then they 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 may not be able to forgive some things that are that are just too horrific. Mm -hmm. um, but it would be my hope as a fellow human to the folks out there that have say you know that that kind of keep that and say I will never forgive that person for doing that act or that crime um you know i would hope that at some point they could could kind of soften their heart and and forgive because it's only going to help you it's going to help you recover because it's, it's ultimately not truly about the person that you're forgiving correct as much as it's about you so yes you want that for them yes it's self-help yeah it's it's helping you move on with your life and you to open your heart and mind to to new uh, relationships to new experiences. Mm -hmm. It's helping you to heal yourself and move on. Yeah, forgiveness kind of makes me think of, and it sounds like you're on the same page as me. Um, there's some quote about revenge or vengeance or something, but you know, you know, drinking poison and expecting the other one other person to die you know there's something along those lines that's and that right kind of has a similar feel to it it's, that's it's right forgiveness is actually for your own sanity your own peace mm -hmm. your own, own wholeness really it's interesting I, i'm kind of surprised just in that you know you started by really saying your associations are with a religion a specific religion that maybe i don't want to put words in your mouth but bitter kind of comes to mind you have uncomfortable let's say prickly maybe. unresolved unresolved <laughs> unresolved feelings about but then very quickly it you were saying that it's a very deeply spiritual and you know so critical so i i um admire that you're able to kind of hold both <laughs> in your soul really <laughs> about that word <laughs> yeah see those nuns were not that bad <laughs> <laughs> no, I but, forgive you, nuns. But it, yeah. but it's true. Yeah. It's yeah. it's that was a very good observation, and it is mm. my reality that being raised Catholic and 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 saying those prayers and 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 you know and at you know from the time you're five and six and seven, those formative years, it it's ingrained in you, and no mm. matter how much you might want to say, oh, well, you know, I've moved on. 
it's still there. And mm. and in this case, I think learning about forgiveness it, it was a good thing. It seems that there was something, um, you, you know, you talked about like, and you've said this before, but doing a number of like prayers that you have to do, like certain rituals in mm -hmm. order to earn the forgiveness. Yes. Um, and it seems like, I don't know, I'm, I'm just trying to explore this because there, there feels to me like someone, an outside force telling you to do specific actions and to find forgiveness, but the way that you view true forgiveness is an internal spiritual release Yes. That's very different. That internal and and not concrete in terms of like a something you do with your hands or words that specifically come out of your mouth. Um, it, it almost I'm trying to find a word. It almost feels like the the original explanation of forgiveness that you were given mm -hmm. through your education was more of like a, a fabricated. You're even asking yourself, what am I being forgiven for? Mm -hmm. You know, there, yeah. there's something about it that, f that feels artificial or forced or uh, by someone else's definition and mm -hmm. that you obviously have some, I'm going to use the word bitter feelings or not great feelings about or don't agree with. And you found yourself saying, no, it has to be authentic. It's a very internal process. It, mm -hmm. You only can define that forgiveness. There's no one that can sit around and tell you what that is or force you. And there's no actual ritual, like specific mm -hmm. one plus one equals two type of ritual that you can do to get rid of it. It's a very uh, more yeah. abstract concept. Almost. Yeah, it, it, it really it really is. And mm. without delving into the whole history of religion and Catholicism and and maybe who determines, you know, how many rosaries are, are needed for different sins or how many specific prayers and, and you know, how much you need to give up for Lent and what mm. you need and how long and, and you know, and the punishments and, and, and all of that. <sighs> I, I would almost think I would almost think that the church was trying to do instill like the good values into in, into children in, mm -hmm. in Catholic school. I mean, yeah. I, I know that for a fact. Right. They were they were trying to, to instill really good values. Um, and and I guess the, the the way they went about doing it with me looking back as an adult now at, at you know, at, at the rituals, um, it, it just made, it, it really just uh, like made no sense. It, it made no sense to me then. I even questioned it as a child thinking, mm -hmm. this is just weird. Right. You know, and, and, and why are we born into sin? Like, why, why does my Protestant friend have to be like baptized if, if something happens on the playground and we, I have to baptize him. Like what, what is like, really? Like what, who, what kind of God is, is that? Right. Um, and, and here's an, another, like a disclaimer for anyone that might be listening to this that may have been thrown out years ago. I, I am not Catholic. I don't know. I mean, every now and then they have these conferences and they update the, the, the rules and the interpretations and, you know, yeah. so there may be, 
practicing Catholics saying, what is this old lady going on about? That, that, that's, that, that's not true now. And, and it may not be. Right. But that was my reality in the 60s mm. in Catholic school. Yeah, that, and, if, that if a kid was yeah that seriously. if you were a non-Catholic mm-hmm. and you were seeing someone that got really fatally injured, that right. you know you you it was your duty as a good Catholic to you know do your best to make sure God lets them into the kingdom and that they don't linger either in purgatory or hell or mm-hmm. um, and, and the fact that my brain still remembers the questions being asked. What if we don't have water? You know, right, I know yeah. I talked about that before, but um, it's funny how certain things um, stick in your mind. Specific yeah. conversations that many years ago were just boom, like it was yesterday. Yeah, it's curious what stays and what goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, but the concept of of forgiveness, yeah, it's a beautiful thing and a necessary thing, and something. I believe we're all capable of if we allow ourselves to kind of put our hurt on the back burner and say, you know what, I'm going to forgive you. I'm going to move on. And believe it or not, it that weight, it, it leaves your body. That, mm-hmm. that heaviness will leave your body when you truly forgive someone. I, from personal experience, have found that to be true. The word that comes to mind or, or the concept that comes to mind in, in forgiving someone is, I think you must give your power away until you forgive. And that's kind of getting your power back. It's, you know, if you're going to walk around, and, and I'm saying walk around, you could have very legitimate, really messed up things that have happened. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to invalidate that, but if you're feeling hurt and you're feeling angry and you're feeling sad it's it's almost like you're giving your power away to that incident and and to that person or it doesn't even have to be a person i mean it could be you know more of an abstract concept like you know a government or Mm -hmm. uh, whatever or school or religion Mm -hmm. or you know whatever but it's there's this uh, uh, when you forgive you're able to get your power back you're able to kind of reclaim your peace and your ability to be present and not be caught up kind of reliving it i mean Mm re-experiencing it if that's where if that's where you're living you know on this day over and over and over this is where i live and you're certainly not present that's right and you know yeah it zaps you Mm -hmm. how do you feel and it might be not very different but have you ever do you have any feelings about forgiving yourself for things? Uh, do I have any feelings about that? Mm-hmm. Have you found yourself in a place? Yeah, I, I do. I, I, like I, yeah, I, I have, I continually forgive myself for things, uh, because, um, yeah, you, you only have one go round in life, and sometimes you, you, you are doing the best you can. And sometimes maybe you're not doing the best you can. Maybe you're, you know, slacking a little bit and something happens and then you want to beat yourself up for it. And you're like, oh, you knew that was coming. Why, you know, why did you, whatever. 
Why mm-hmm. did you not pay attention? Why didn't you? It's almost like being in school and you, and you know the final is coming and you, you know the date and you know it months ahead of time. Right. And it, and you and if you just read that a chapter a night and you organized yourself and you know did that studying instead of going out on a Saturday and partying and wh- whatever, you could have perhaps passed the the class or gotten a really good grade. But instead, you you know for whatever you you, you tell yourself stories, you live your life, and then here you know you wake <laughs> up and. It's the final, and you're like, ah. <laughs> and, yeah, and you beat yourself up. You're mm-hmm. like, ah, you know. Um, and that's just an example right. of, of yeah. that I think most of us can relate to, even if um, you've never gone to college. I mean, you have tests and everything in high school and grade school, whatever. Mm-hmm. It, it's something that you know is coming, and you just dilly-dally around, and you don't get your act together. and uh, And then you bear the consequences of that. And it's easy to beat yourself up. Mm. And you do need to forgive yourself because if you don't, then the next test or the next semester, the next challenge, you're still living in the regret from, you know, what you didn't do. And so you're already, you're, you've already dug yourself a hole. So Mm. if you would have forgiven yourself and said, okay, I learned my lesson. I am not doing that again. I forgive you. You're human, you know. Let's move on. If you don't do that for yourself, then you're, then you're in that you know, that deep hole. And then the next thing that comes up, you might you, you know your your brain might be doing all the negative talk, like oh, what's the use? You know, you it's the same thing. You know, you know you're not going to read the chapter a night. You're you're going to wait till the last minute. And you know what? You really maybe college isn't for you. Maybe maybe you're just not meant for this. And maybe you know. And then that might lead to you not finishing a degree. It might lead to you starting to feel bad about yourself. It might lead to a lower paying job. I, you know, it all has, it all snowballs in life. Right. Important thing is when you screw up, forgive yourself and move on. Yeah. Forgive yourself. If, if the thing keeps repeating itself, then, may, then maybe the universe is telling you, you know, maybe that's not the path. Maybe this isn't what I need to do. But you don't have to belittle yourself. You don't have to beat yourself up to the point that you feel like you can't go on. Right. Yeah, I, it almost is like if you don't, let's take in this example, if you don't forgive yourself, then you're beating yourself up. And then maybe you want to go to more parties. Yeah. Because, hey, guess what's at the party? Yeah. Alcohol. Guess yeah. what alcohol is really good at doing? Dulling the things senses. Out. Yeah. So <laughs> then, oh, I don't have to think about it. And then all of a sudden it's June 6th or whatever, and here we are back to square one. And mm-hmm. then it's then it becomes a story in which you tell yourself that you're not good enough. And what do you want to do? You want to escape that feeling. And how do you escape that feeling? If you're not forgiving yourself, you're finding some form of an addiction or some something to fill that void, you know. And yeah, I think it can become it can snowball. Mm-hmm. It's very dangerous. And I even was thinking when you initially brought up that example, oh, I was partying too much or whatever. I'll say this first. Of course, every you know, teenagers, you know, the idea, the concept of partying is like all of humanity right okay but Mm -hmm. i think that there from personal experience anyway that there can be maybe there's a reason that you were at the party to begin with 
maybe there's a reason that you were drawn to going every Saturday. That you have, So far, you've had great grades all your life, but maybe there's something that's going on that's underneath of that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe the reason that you weren't able to read the chapter every night or whatever it's because your parents are arguing, and That's you right. know that. So then it's it's like if you can't forgive yourself, you end up taking responsibility for all the things that you might not even be fully responsible for. Not to say that you, you I think you need to be responsible for your actions, mm-hmm. but th- what led to that? All those variables. It, mm-hmm. If you don't practice forgiveness, you end up taking responsibility for every single thing, even things that don't exist, and. I think you don't have a clear view of what's going on, so you can't resolve why is it that I want to drink all the time? Why is it that I want to, you know, be, quote, in love, but it's more of like an obsession type, Mm -hmm. you know, compulsive issue. It's not, you know, the standard. So I think, yeah, I feel that forgiveness is like the avenue for, one, having a little bit more of an agency on the story you tell yourself. Um, but two, allowing you to see more clearly perhaps all of the factors instead of just saying, well, I'm just a screw up, <laughs> period. <laughs> right. To- I totally agree. Yeah. To- totally agree with what, the, you know, the scenarios that, you, that you've just um, described and, and, uh, and, and, the, and, it, and it's a dangerous, vicious mm. cycle. And, um, and especially for like that young people mm-hmm. oh, because yeah. it can I mean it, it can just affect the rest of your life and oh, those form sure. that those years those high school college years um, young you know being a young adult and there's so much going on especially in today's world oh, there's like yeah. it's like insane insane right yeah, it's chaotic yeah. Um, insane for anybody of any age right now mm-hmm. um, it's so important to forgive yourself yeah and acknowledge, hey, you know, I'm a human having a human experience. Um, okay, I screwed up. Let's move on. Let's, you know, tomorrow's a new day. All those little cliche things. Mm-hmm. They, they, they're very true. Right. Yeah, when you're a kid, when you're a teen, even when you're in your 20s, you're trying on all these identities. Mm-hmm. And if one of the identities that you try on is I'm a screw up, and then you prove it, quote unquote prove it, because... You know, but something happens that you mm-hmm. think is proof of it. It might solidify in your mind as the truth, and yeah, it's that's a pretty, pretty early decision to make about who you are. Yes, yes, and uh, it's very hard to change the course, the direction of your life if if you come to the conclusion that you are a screw up because you are not able to forgive actions or forgive things that that you do mm-hmm. um, and you tend to repeat the same patterns yeah. so you know eventually <laughs> eventually you know if you can get yourself a good therapist who <laughs> <laughs> can say okay you know i see a pattern here do you yeah because yeah, right. you may not even see the pattern right you, you just might think well that's who i am and that's how i am and da, da, mm-hmm. da, da, that's da, just da, what da, life da. is yeah yeah that's just my life i've definitely heard that and it's so excruciating when i hear people say that just mm-hmm. like and, and I, I, no judgment because i have thought that myself mm-hmm. you know oh this is just how it is and it's just such a trap of a feeling like inescapable yeah 
Yeah, it is. Dang. I didn't expect to get here with freaking <laughs> I mean, yeah, I knew we could go some deep places, but I wasn't anticipating this destination at all. How do you, do you have thoughts about, um, so I, I don't want to put the power in uh, someone else's hands or an institution's hands, because clearly we've talked about that. Uh, it's like getting your power back. But if you're an institution that is trying to, or, you know, like a business or, mm -hmm. or an organized religion, um, a company, are, how do you see them going about obtaining forgiveness it's it's not something that you, you know you can't pay for it you can't um th there's not certain things that you can do that will guarantee forgiveness but do you do you feel that there are things that governments for example can do to um earn or you know make it likely more likely at least that individuals would for you know give forgive them or or you know government organized religion businesses or you know Nonprofits, something that's not a specific human, one, you know, one person. Yeah. Um, well, in the in the case of in the case of the Catholic Church, mm. I know for a fact that there has been restitution, financial restitution, um, to victims of of um, sexual abuse by priests, mm -hmm. and and I guess some nuns. I don't know, but um, you know, so the church finally acknowledged and 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 heard the voices of children that were being abused and came up with a fund and you know and and then also i don't know if this word is defrocked it sounds a little odd but i think that is the word you know like they've removed some of the some of the priests who were found mm. guilty of sexual abuse were no longer allowed to be practicing priests and so to the victims of the survivors of sexual abuse, it, it was at least a public acknowledgement that, yes, we believe you. Um, because the horrific part from, from, you know, I had told that story about my classmates that were sexually abused by a, a teacher, um, a lot of people didn't believe them mm. and you know i guess is the the financial you know the money the whatever is is that nice sure that's nice that that the church is giving you money but the bigger benefit the bigger acknowledgement is that it happened and they screwed up yeah. they you know by the nature of of the church priest had too much power too much influence and too too much control over not just the children that 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 were in school and in church but over the families i can't tell you how many families were friends with parish priests mm. and um and this is also of course a disclaimer there were great priests too that yes, never absolutely. you know i 
can't lump all. Yeah. Certainly, we. I'm not saying all priests were deviant or not there were all. fabulous ones that yeah. did wonderful work. I'm talking about specific situations where children came forward. They described what happened. There were trials and priests were found guilty and so the church has money and and they have made restitutions and and in the you know in the personal situation that i described this was a lay teacher not a priest but a a teacher in a catholic Mm. school and he is still in prison and has been in prison i want to say for probably 20 plus years now Mm. maybe more maybe 30 um so to answer your question, yes, uh, religious organizations, um, I'm trying to think of an, an example, um, you know, the government can can make things right by, by passing better laws. Mm. I mean, there was a, a time when, when women couldn't vote and, you know, slaves were Slavery was legal. I mean, you know, if you look through the history of, of, of government, there were really messed up laws. Mm-hmm. And it took people to come forward and tell their stories. It took people to listen um, and, and, and make amends in whatever way they could. So I, I, I do think, aside from just being an individual, that institutions can certainly make amends and it's going to vary on on the institution but yes uh, and it's necessary to do that it's necessary to heal and to move forward Mm -hmm. and it empowers people to say well wait a minute we're not we're you know this is wrong yeah with without those restitutions there there probably would still be children afraid to speak up against sexual abuse mm-hmm. by anyone. I mean, yeah. Uh, but yes, yeah, so there are ways that we can make things better. So it sounds to me that one of the big things is just acknowledging it. That was the word yes. you used. And it actually took me, I wasn't even thinking about this, but <laughs> our not buddy Brene Brown is going to be like, why do they mention me every episode? But... <laughs> But it's because it's you know, had a great influence on us. But uh, in that power of vulnerability video, she talks about companies just saying, oh, "We messed up." Just you know, just acknowledge it. You mm-hmm. know, and and I think that that followed by what actions you can take. You obviously can't go into the past. We can't time travel, as far as mm-hmm. I'm aware. There's none of that. So, you know, what do you do? You hold those individuals accountable. You um, provide some kind of assistance that you are able to, in this case, financial assistance, because sexual abuse, that impacts a, bit the, a person's entire future, their entire ability to live, to function, to, mm-hmm. to be. So it's the bare minimum. If that's what you have as an institution is money, great. That's something. And that backs up your acknowledgement. It gives some substance it it's saying hey it's not we're just kind of meekly saying we were here we we got messed up no it's saying we messed up full-throated we messed up um and i i i think 
you know, I think about it as uh, on an individual level. I asked you specifically on a group institutional level, and I think that can be passed right down to uh, on a single level. Uh, and you know, I think I think of situations where companies, organizations, um, where you know, like the CEO or the president, someone that represents as a single person represents a much bigger, you know, the president of the of, the, of a government. You know, mm -hmm. they have this unique position where they represent something bigger, but they are one person. And I mean, even just acknowledging, it can go so far. It can say, you know, I think what it does is it engenders a possibility of trust is that you'll, you'll be honest about things. You're not going to just say, my reputation, our organization, organization's reputation, our religion's reputation is first and foremost. It's saying, no, the people that we serve, the, mm -hmm. the, they are the most important. And by we're acknowledging that by saying we messed up. Correct. And so hopefully the implication, I think, is in the future, you'll say when you messed up. I mean, I don't know a single person or institution that is perfect. I don't think that I ever will know. Mm -hmm. So you have to go ahead and kind of get ahead of that. And yes. Be proactive and say, hey, and when we mess up in the future... Yes. We'll let you know. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll it. Like, yeah. don't go walking around thinking you'll be perfect because you won't. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. I, I mm. yeah, I, I totally agree. Mm. And, um, yeah. Even, even the, even countries, you know, we have to always get back to, mm. to the fact that we're all human. We screw up. Um, but acknowledging, you know, and and it takes it takes a lot of courage mm -hmm. to go down the road and say, yeah, we 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 messed up. Yeah, it's easier to try and sweep things under the rug. Um, but I think with technology and you know, yeah, I'll leave it at technology. I mean, it's hard to sweep anything under anything <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> when everyone has a cell phone. Everyone can videotape. Everyone. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, can Twitter or tweet or rather, and mm -hmm. um, you know, get the the message out. Yeah, it it's hard to hide atrocities mm -hmm. in today's world, and I do believe that people are more likely now, based on um, the reparations that have been made, you know, in other other institutions, they're more likely to believe. And, and and watch the videos and say, yeah, you know, this is wrong. This is really bad. Mm -hmm. So we need to do something about that. We need to have change. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's important in terms of if if as a society, as a hum as as humanity, not even, you know, just all of us, <laughs> being able to move forward and in 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 the context of technology, um, and the word that comes to mind, you're talking about not as easy to sweep it under the rug, accountability comes to mind, mm -hmm. that it's important, I think, to make forgiveness a practice because because that we're all imperfect, we're all going to mess up, and that it's not about um, beating someone up and just saying, you know, you're a piece of crap and you're forever going to be a piece of crap. That's, mm -hmm. no one's going to not no one, but it's going to be harder for people to own up and be accountable. And, you know, and I'm not saying let people off the hook 
That's not what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Let's be accountable here. But to not make it a permanent state of your, you institution, you individual, or a permanent issue, a, a smudge, a, a defect within our society. Because that, that just pushes people up against the wall. And they say, oh, I saw it happen to so-and-so. I'm not, I'm not going to acknowledge what happened. Hell, mm -hmm. hell no. <laughs> you know? And then that, I think that spirals. And, you know, I, I almost hesitate to say this. Um for this very reason, which tells me I think I need to say it. Um, <laughs> I've been thinking, oh, geez, I will have courage. Um, in terms of the whole concept of cancel culture, this whole thing, I, I think what frustrates me is there's not really a cancel culture to me. There is people are going to have reactions. You can say whatever you want to say. And guess what? Everyone can do what they're going to do. Everyone's going to have their opinion about what you say. You can't just go around saying whatever you want and not have consequences. <laughs> like mm -hmm. I walk around and be like, Terry, you're ugly. Mm -hmm. You're not, you have every right to be like, what the hell is your problem? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and if that means you don't want to work with me anymore and be on the podcast, you're not canceling my podcast. You're just making a decision of, I don't want to engage with this. And mm -hmm. you have every right to. On the flip side, I think it is also important that if I say, Terry, you're ugly, that, well, one, I hope you forgive me for your own peace of mind. I mean, just that alone. But I think that there's also, it's a more gray than that for you to be able to say, hmm, that was really weird this doesn't seem right. What's going on here? Mm -hmm. There's some, is there something more going on here? Are you okay, Alex? Empathy. Yeah. Empathy. Yes. <laughs> we'll get back to the other yeah, buzzword. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. And it's, yeah. So I, I empathize with what you're going through because that is not your normal right. behavior. Yeah. Is there something bigger going and on And if it was here? your normal behavior, I wouldn't be sitting here as your friend right. because, you know. Yeah. Or maybe I would, because I'm, I'm a little curious. If you were saying I'm ugly, I'm like, okay, tell me more. Like, what's ugly about me? Hmm. <laughs> Let's my hair, the this. clothes I wear, my funky socks. Well, how do you define ugly? Right, yeah, let's you define know? ugly. Because I am the person that, like, says what everybody's thinking. So, yeah, um, I, yeah, I'm a, I've, yeah if somebody really threw out a curveball, I, mm. I, I might be curious. It might make me curious enough to, mm. to confront and say, well, tell me more about why you hate me. Right. Tell me more about why I disgust you. Right. Because <laughs> this is interesting to me. Oh, yeah. And I think that's the, the difference there it is uh, the concept of the of masses jumping on one person for making a mistake. And the mistake if it's big enough, that's all it needs to happen is it's once and it's people are like, we're done. We don't want to engage with this anymore. And that's everyone's right. But I think if it's a mistake that's, uh, let's say, of lighter gravity, there is, you know, we need to acknowledge that people are imperfect. Mm -hmm. People are going to mess up. And I, I think we do ourselves a disservice by just saying, well, I'm never going to engage with that again on an individual level. You know, cancel culture more seems to refer to this concept as uh you know, the, the masses, I quote that, the masses versus individuals that are in the light, in the limelight. Um, but I, I think that practicing forgiveness is important because 
the people in the masses also make mistakes that are in it, imperfect. However, if the person, maybe the, the mistake or the misjudgment is light, but it's chronic, well, then that's also an issue. If I'm always calling you ugly, mm -hmm. like you said, mm -hmm. you're just calling it a curveball because it's separate. It's unusual. It's right. Something's going on here, and now I'm curious. But if I'm just constantly saying, man, you are, you're ugly all the time, well, yeah, I think you would stop being curious and you would just disengage, mm -hmm. which I wouldn't hold against you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. Yeah, that's the key, the pattern. Right. You know, is it, yeah. is it a pattern? Right. Yeah. And I don't yeah. know if we want to get into specific, like, dropping names, but, the, you uh, know, yeah. like, yeah, that, that, yeah. that would be a whole other episode. Right. But, yeah. I mean, I think all of us can think of celebrities that um, some may be in jail right now, mm -hmm. some are not um, on TV, mm -hmm. having the roles that they had mm -hmm. for chronic, um, chronic incidents of, of, of bad behavior. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's rare that it's a one time, oh, you're done. Yeah. You know, someone that's always been good and they screw mm -hmm. up one time and then they're, they're canceled. Right. I, I think the, the, the folks currently that are not a part of, uh, you know, the mm -hmm. job. They didn't retain the jobs that they had. Had had really yeah. a, a series of infractions, and right. people said, "Oh God, you know, now this is enough's enough. Yeah. He's got to go. You got to go. Mm -hmm. This one committed enough crimes. They got to be in jail. That's you know. Yeah. The, so action has been taken, right. and uh, I think someone that is a beloved." whomever, singer, actor, uh, business person that has a history of doing good and they have one screw up, I think most people will would be willing to say, okay, yeah, what he did was wrong, mm -hmm. but doesn't mean that the rest of, the, of his life he can't or right. he or she can't continue to do, you know, either entertain us or report on news or, or whatever it is, right. write another yeah. book. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely would like to explore it further. Um, and I, there is definitely a difference between, it's interesting to me, the idea of the masses forgiving. Because, I mean, everyone's got their own take. Everyone's got their <laughs> Some people are like, I don't even see the problem here. Other people are like, this is horrific. You better never be on my TV again. And then there's everything in between, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So it's an even – because like you said from the very beginning about this, the forgiveness is such a, a personal, you know, deep, you know, almost like an individual concept. And so that's why I find cancel culture, the concept of that very, hmm, it's, hmm, you know. Yeah, I do too. I, I, I actually like hate the whole cancel anything. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I mean, we can cancel hate and, you know, obvious, <laughs> like horrible right. cancel yeah. war, but to cancel a, a, an individual from society, uh, from earning a living, most of the time these cancel culture folks are, I mean, they they depend on the masses for their income, for their living, their mm -hmm. job. Yeah. And you know, so what happens after they're canceled? So, you know, you hope they save some money. <laughs> yeah. Well, might have to get a new career. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. There's something interesting. I feel like when cancel culture is discussed, it's it's like this uh, concept that 
it's almost like there's somebody behind the screen or behind the curtain, you know, the Oz that's making who's decided who's canceled. Well, maybe you don't want to cast the person in the movie because no one's going to buy the ticket because people are fed up with this, you know, behavior. Mm -hmm. That's that's their right. Your vote is your money. I mean, that to me, money is that's how you vote in society, at least in our capitalist society. That seems to be how it works. And, you know, I'm not. There's almost like giving power away by believing that there's some Oz behind the curtain. And I think before when when media and uh, production and everything was far more um, solidified or, you know, um, not in the hands of the people, you know, mm -hmm. we're sitting here, you know, doing our own production in you know, in the nook or whatever. Mm -hmm. This wasn't. Possibly. The technology wasn't, yeah, it just wasn't a viable thing. It, this, when power is more consolidated, yes, there is the Oz behind the curtain. There's no doubt. But I feel like as, you know, people have can make TikToks with their phones, smartphones are widely accessible. There's so much more that I feel like we're giving power away when we talk about cancel culture as if that person who i don't know who that person is is deciding that it's canceled or not it's like no the people are deciding if they show up the people are deciding if they want to watch or not watch mm -hmm. and the money follows that so correct yeah it's a messy beast but it's something i hope we can come back to at you know in another episode to kind of tackle a little bit more okay yeah yeah mm -hmm. i'm proud of us <laughs> Please, viewers, forgive us. <laughs> so, uh, tell me, tell me something you, you love about yourself. <laughs> oh, I love that my I love I love that my brain remembers music and mm. uh, and lyrics, which is so amazing because. Uh, it's so hard. My short-term memory is, is really so bad these days. But it's amazing that I can remember lyrics from the 1970s <laughs> or 60s, whatever, um, and and the tune. And, and sometimes I get the artist right. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, I it, it makes me laugh. See, I'm sitting here entertaining myself with with music playing in my head. Good. I don't even, I don't <laughs> even need my... Uh, Spotify or anything, Apple, music. It's all in my head, baby. It's all free. Yeah, it's all free. It's a, took a lifetime of recording, but it's still in there. <laughs> I got me covered. <laughs> um, I love about myself that... Hmm. You know, I tend to seem to do this every episode, but you know what? Guess what? It's my own choice on what I love. Yeah. Uh, I love that I forgive myself. I, I haven't forgiven myself for everything. I have not. I am working on it. But I love that I've I've worked adamantly to stop beating myself up. It's not doing anyone any good. Um, the only way that I can... Uh, potentially help the people, my friends, my family, potentially even people that I don't know through, you know, this podcast. Mm -hmm. If I didn't forgive myself, I wouldn't be here right now recording because I'd be in the nook alone beating myself up. So I'm, I'm, I love that I've 
made a point of, of really trying to forgive myself and to take accountability for what I have done and not done and take accountability for things, you know, in the present and as things come at me that I can, you know, just do the best I can, acknowledge where I can do better and move on to the next. So. Love it. Yeah. Well, let's take a break, shall we? Yes. Yes. Let me turn the music off in my head. Well, I thought you were going to turn it up. Turn it up. Beep, beep. I think my sister's home. Oh, I thought it was the uh, camera. Oh, it might have been. It went beep, beep. 